Welcome to Manifesting 101. It's everyone's favorite mind shift mentor, Kimberly Fitton, shifting your mindset in the big five areas of your life, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, and emotionally. I am super excited um, just about the things that God is doing in my life and how very, very clear he's making things to me. Um, And... These next episodes are really going to dive deeply into some things and it's really the kickoff in to our subscriptions that's available. Like if you're on Spotify, you can subscribe. Uh, You can subscribe. There are things that I absolutely positively can talk about in this manifestation journey. And most of it, I'm able to share with you carte blanche. And then there have been some times where I've gone off the deep end Um, and shared with you things that I really didn't have a release to share because if you share information before someone's ready, it might cause them to stumble and sharing information prematurely, um, causing them to stumble doesn't mean they make mistakes. It's that they can be frustrated. You can become frustrated when you hear what someone else is experiencing and you're doing everything in your power and you're just like, dang, why am I not experiencing that? And the truth of the matter is, it's because there's a maturation process that cannot be usurped. And whoever you learn something from, you will do it faster than they did it. Um, and then God's timing is a thing. Uh, if you are new to this podcast, I talk about manifestation from a spiritual lens. I'm not talking about from a new age lens where we are simply universalists that leave God out of the matter. I came to obliterate legalistic and religious structures and concepts that keep us believing that poverty is a standard operating procedure instead of the anomaly it was meant to be. Life in abundance, a life of abundance is what we were always supposed to live. And so when I step up in the place, I step correct. Woo-ha. Those of you who are Busta Rhyme fans, you were able to finish that for me and you got a little joy in your day. But circling back, like when I'm talking about these universal concepts built on spiritual law, heavenly law, there are some things like if you are, if you subscribe to the law of attraction, and I will say this, the law of attraction absolutely positively does work. And then there is something that's unlocked as a believer who comes into consciousness of who they are in spirit life. Um, Law of attraction is a perversion. I'm going to say it and you don't have to listen and you are powerful to disagree. Um, Thank you for joining me. And if you'll never join me again, you are powerful to disagree. You are powerful to do so. Um, And well within your rights. Uh, what I found is there have been some things that I have shared that have frustrated people. And I was like, well, when you get it, you get it. And I remember Holy Spirit was like, but did anybody do that to you? No, no, they didn't. And by anybody, the people I learned from are either all dead or I've never met. Everybody else that I've learned from has been by the tutelage of Holy Spirit, being able to take things and operate with the spirit of revelation to be able to break them down for the demographic that I'm called to. I am not for everybody. Jesus is. Okay. 
All right. I'm sipping on some great coffee and working with this good microphone and you're probably hearing it all. Probably hearing it go down my digestive tract and all that. And I I would apologize, but this coffee is so good, y'all. Anyway, so um, what gave me these deeper revelations is my seek. And so that's going into the subscription. And like, if you want more, if you want to dive deep, if you want to go down the rabbit hole like Alice in Wonderland, go ahead when that subscription option you see it go ahead and click on that mug other than that i'm going to take us as far as i can take us i'm always going to give us an abundance because that's what was given to me like i found most of the stuff i found out and learned about was free um i did all the research so that you won't have to and still i suggest that whatever you hear research it learn of yourself i empower you to do so You are just as magnificent as I am. You are. I say all that because I'm diving a little deep today. We are going to um, talk about um, who do you think you are. Before we get into who do you think you are, we break down the three um, pieces of man. There are many dimensions, but we are spirit, we are soul, we are flesh. We are spirit, we are soul, and we are body. We are spirit, we are soul and we are body. Okay. There's a lot to that. And so we are going to be speaking about memory today because that's super important when you're decreeing and declaring and affirming and all this other stuff and you hit a roadblock. Um, there are tons of reasons why, and we're going to get to it. Oh baby, we're going to get to it today. But before we do anything, guess what? We're going to give 17 seconds of gratitude. I know last week y'all was too through with me and I was too through when I found out where they placed the ad. Because y'all know I get paid off of that, right? So listen to it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And if you are listening via Spotify and um, you wouldn't mind, go over to iTunes or um, Apple Podcasts and go ahead and listen over there. Because you won't hear the commercial if you're on Spotify, but... Um, maybe that's just me. Anyway, listen to that commercial as many times as possible. It pays your girl. Thank you. And if you haven't started a podcast already, go ahead and do it. But last week, it put it right in the 17 seconds of gratitude. I was too sick off of it. So this week, we will not experience this. 17 seconds of gratitude today, uh, this episode, I am going to say for an open heart. Um, we stay tuned in, tapped in, turned onto the frequency of heaven through gratitude. Gratitude is a posture. It is a joy that we can walk in daily by giving thanks. It gives us strength. It renews our hope. And 17 seconds is enough to change all the things. We always do more than 17 seconds. So I'm just so super duper grateful for an open heart. Um, I think about all the times that it has been broken and where I have experienced moments that should have just shattered it completely. That could have, that should have been caused irreparable damage, right? Um, But there is something about deciding to love that mends the heart and expands it. And so, Lord, I thank you for expanding the tent pegs of my heart. I thank you for a prophecy that I received in 2017. Some from a woman from Canada who didn't know me 
from Adam and she said, the Lord is expanding your tempeh. And I thought it meant where I was going career wise, what I was going to do ministry even. But what you did, what you spoke in my life, I am experiencing the benefits of. And so I thank you for every ounce of heartbreak. For the bravery to allow you to put it back together again. Because you expanded the tempegs of my heart to be able to love strangers, people I've never met. To do ministry, to offer solutions, to exude and be a beacon of love wherever I go. And so I thank you. I thank you for everybody who's ever left me. Anyone who ever believed I wasn't worthy. I thank you because you have shown me my inherent value. And I just love you for that. Like you have just built a superpower in me that makes me, it just magnetizes me for the most wonderful things. And if someone had told me and explained to me love anyway, sooner than I learned, I would have been better for it, God. But as always, you come at the right time in the right way. That's perfect for me. Perfect for us. And I I give thanks for that. It gets you feeling good. Makes you a little weepy. Might have a visceral response, but I'm telling you, gratitude it's an attitude, it's a posture, it's it's all the things. I want to shout out all of my new listeners. We're, we're going to hit 100,000. We're going to hit 100,000 before the end of the year. And I don't know what to do with myself, quite honestly. What I do know is there's this thought in my mind that was like, man, what if I were, what if I were more consistent? What if I didn't take as many breaks as I took? We would be well over that. And when I'm taking breaks, it's not because I'm bored. You know what I'm saying? It's literally necessary. And I am forever stunned, um, even with my my hiatuses, right? My sabbaticals. This good life that I'm experiencing, engaging with you all, I love you guys. And I really thank you for that. I'm still waiting to hear from y'all where we should meet up. Like, what, what should I do? I guess I haven't heard from y'all. I might as well just have it in Iowa. Like, and whoever shows up, shows up. I don't know how much time y'all think y'all need. Could y'all like reach out? Info at KimberlyFinn.com. Could you tell me, please? Should I just make it a virtual meetup and give y'all enough time to get there? I do not know, y'all. Help me. I'm not good at these these things. Help me. But I want to like touch base with you all. I am really super grateful. I've created some lasting connections with some really amazing people doing some really amazing things. And I give thanks for you. All right, let's get into it. Woo! Ooh, that coffee's so good. Who do you think you are? I want you to know that like our memories are super important, right? They're, they shape our personalities, our perceptions of who we are. Um, it's it, it can create like um, memories, create a living, breathing narrative, whether false or factual. We are spirit, soul, 
body. And so when we're walking in this journey, we are leaning into Holy Spirit to open our eyes as to the awareness of his limitlessness, like the limitless nature. When you got into manifestation, it was because you dared to believe that there could be something different, something more, right? Um, to even be able, first of all, I want you to give yourself a pat on the back, a hand clap, right? Do you know what kind of courage it takes to believe that you can manifest something you've never seen? You never saw your mom do it. You never saw your father do it. You never saw any sibling do it. Maybe there's one distant relative somewhere, but there, it's such an anomaly. And so then you run across manifesting one-on-one or you run across somebody saying something, right? And you're like, mm, could this be possible? Let me start to affirm. And then you start to dig deeper. Well, in order to even say your first affirmation, you're fighting against a memory. You're fighting against this memory, right? That says what I'm speaking is true, which is why people feel like it's um, imposter syndrome or they're just, they feel foolish. They feel silly because they open their mouth and they say, I am a millionaire. And they, they just saw their negative bank account. It's like, what are you doing? What millionaire? What millions? Million pennies? Well, what we got? And so they fight that inner voice for a very, very long time, um, except for those, you know, there are those who um, are just bold enough to believe that, hey, I've tried everything else. Um, I'm just going to keep saying these things. I'm supercharged these things. That was my story. I had hit absolutely rock bottom and I was, I prayed and I was like, Lord, show me what. And I went on YouTube on my way home and, um, and I didn't know it was Holy Spirit leading and guiding me. I had this inclination, this premonition. That's what we'll say when we don't know who Holy Spirit is, who the Lord is, right? Um, To go and look at this certain thing on YouTube and start listening to affirmations. By the time I got home, just like a 10 minute drive, so much better. And I did it every morning. I started listening to Joel Olstein. Um, now I know some people are like, oh, he's a prosperity preacher. Like, what do you want him to talk about? Yo, like what? He's doing what he's called to do for his audience, for his congregation. You want hell and damnation? Read your own Bible. If you want to berate yourself with how terrible you are and how you're lucky enough that Jesus loved you and you know, you're just unworthy and a wretched, all this, you can find plenty of places of hellfire and damnation. But Christ said that I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Where did he guilt and shame anybody? That's just not a thing. It was nowhere. And the people that he shamed were the Pharisees and the Sadducees that were so religious and so legalistic that they were in the presence of their savior that they had been waiting for and didn't even know it because they had got in a box. And, and I will pause and say this. Many of us cannot see the miracles cannot see the miracles of manifestation because we have God in a box. He's, he's God in a box. If we're lucky enough, if we're good enough, if we're special enough, who's to tell you you're special enough? Who's to tell you you're good enough? Oh, he already did that when he said, let us make man in our own image. He already did that when he said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whom should ever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. He already said that when he said, you are many gods. I am the father. I am in the father. You are in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. 
Remain in me, remain in my love, and you can have whatever you desire. It didn't say you had to be perfect enough. Jesus never gives this crazy legalistic and religious amendment that we put on ourselves. But you know what it is? Do you know what it is? And I really, I'm, oh, I'm going to listen to this episode myself tons of times. I had a really good friend. We were discussing just how difficult it is to believe and why is it so difficult to believe in the limitness of God um, when it comes to our lives. And Anita said something so crazy, she said. You know, we grow up from parents, watching our parents work, talking about the the benefits of hard work and how it is necessary. And if you're not doing this and you're lazy, and if you um, and if you look for the easy route, then you're not building character. And this has been ingrained in us since conception. The only ones who don't have to do this are ones that are raised in generational wealth, right? And there are some of those who are just like, you better get your own here, but they at least give them some money to start with. And so because of this, why would we ever believe easily that God would want to give something to us just because he wants to give something to us? There's so much to fight. There's so much to fight against. So. We've been in this journey, on this journey, leaning into our tutor, Holy Spirit who's been telling us to affirm the positive, get rid of the negative, latch on to the affirmative, and don't live in the in-between, right? To speak over ourselves. The power of life and death is in the tongue, right? And so we say these affirmations and yet there is still doubt, right? That's because we're fighting. Our soul is, let me just break it down. Our spirit is king. Our soul is servant to the king, should be servant to the king. And our bodies, our flesh, slaves to our soul that's operating under the rulership of the king. But what happens in this journey is Holy Spirit spends his time flipping and purging us and untethering us from the fact that we've been slaves to our flesh. And the flesh being slaves to it and what we experience holding on to negative memories, right? Whereas we're not leaning into our new man, the new creature, the new life that we have in the spirit, this new identity, because we are spirit beings experiencing a human existence, right? Right? But we're spirit. And so think about coming out of a coma, and someone telling you, oh my God, you are the child of a king. And you're like, no, no way, no way. You have to learn the customs of where you come from, of where you came from. You have to learn all the benefits. You got to relearn these things. And that's what we're doing right now. And so when it comes to being untethered and making our flesh a slave to our soul, um, it's super hard. Our memories is, is a part of that soul work. Um, because it impacts our intuition, it impacts our faith, it impacts um, our emotions, it impacts our will. And, and if you haven't, the best book to read, I'm telling you, is The Gateways of um, Spirit, Man, The Gateways of Man. It's by Ian Clayton. 
it breaks down um, the gateways. Like it's just, it's really super cool. Um, there's another book that um, I have read called Spirit Life Training by, um, oh my gosh, last name Jorgensen. Um, please forgive me, but I think it's Robert, but um, I'll correct it. Okay. <laughs> It's, it's, uh, it's amazing. I'm not even going to hold you. It's amazing. But it talks about the untethering process and how our memories really impact things. So think about it. Um, when I ask you, who are you, right? Who do you think you are? You're going to probably at, on a surface level, tell me that you're a mother, a wife, a husband, a father, a son, a brother, you know, like you're going to tell me all these roles that you play and that's not... Uh, who you are. Um, and then I'm going to ask you, well, what kind of things do you like? And you're going to talk to me about your personality. Um, and your personality is by your memories. The looking glass self says like who, who's in our lives shapes our, our thoughts about ourselves. And so if I run into people who say, um, you know, like based on their experiences, you know, I don't mess with people like that. You know, I will, I will knock you out. Like I don't have women who are friends because they're so messy. Um, I don't believe, I don't want to get married because like, Oh, I watch my mom struggle. I watch my dad struggle. Oh, I don't ever want to be poor. And so I got to hustle because I'm not going to do what so-and-so did and da, 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 da. Oh, I'm not loaning anybody money because no one's ever loaned it from me. No one's ever helped me out. Yeah, it gets real, real, real deep. Because why? Our memories keep us from doing things, right? Keeps us from trusting others. It has us looking for familiar things to identify, right? Schemas that cause bias in us and that affects us and impacts us. So if, if God, by his spirit, is leading you to go to a certain area or to go to someone because they have a blessing for you, right? This is aligned with your manifestation. You won't do it because you're like, oh no, uh uh-uh. The last time I was with them, memory, memory, memory. And also when you, when we react based upon memory, when our emotions are triggered based upon memory, then people will reinforce it. Like, um, so for example, she was absolutely correct. So I'm like, um, I was, my niece was over the other day and she was like, uh, she did something. And I said, uh, 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 you're going to need to make sure you get a coaster. You're going to need to clean. Like, uh, I'm super anal and I just, I know I need to work on it. Okay. But she was like, do you believe in astrological signs? And I was like, uh, not the way you're about to use it. I believe there is a gospel in the stars. And, and that's for another episode, but I don't read my horoscope. I don't say, Ooh, cause I'm a Taurus. Um, and she was like, cause this is, this is definitely Taurus energy. And so for the longest time, my mom growing up would be like, you're so stubborn. You're so stubborn. You're so stubborn. You're a bull. That's Taurus a bull. And so I believe based on my memory that I'm stubborn. I don't listen to people. I have to learn the hard way. And so I'm listening to people. I adopt it in my memory. I replay it. And when someone tells me something I don't want to hear, no, I got to learn the hard way. I'm sorry. I'm coming for you next today. I'm coming for next. 
I'm coming for next. Our memories hold the powerful key of self-identity. And if we had some kind of accident, if we were in an accident and lost our memory, right? We would totally be lost in the world. However, there's enough memory, um, unused brain space to be able to build something new. And what I'm challenging you to do is let Holy Spirit build a new, wipe your hard drive. Give over your old memories to walk into the light. Give over your perceptions of yourself and what you think your personality is to walk in the light. Because illuminating who you really are, like you're a much loved child, you are successful, you do lean to wisdom and you take good advice. You can be whatever you desire to be. We already know you check your motives and all of that. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you get it? Our memory is our most powerful tool of identity and the base for all of our decision-making abilities and everything we are, every experience that we've had, every book we've ever read, every conversation we've ever had, every, every interaction, every sensation, every emotion we've ever experienced, it's filed away in a uniquely complex schema. We think we are who we are because of the accumulation and configuration of our memories. We think we are who we are based on these. And what we decide, what we decide are based on these memories of the past decisions, of ourselves and others, what we decide to experience, who we decide to engage with is based off of the past. And if it is rejection that we experience, then we adopt that as true, that we are not worthy and no one wants us and no one can love us because of this memory. But we can make our decision. We have the powerful ability to utilize our memory as a tool to erase that. And I'm going to talk about that in the next episodes. We have the ability to release the false narratives because the things that we experience don't mean it's true. Everyone that we engage with, they're just on their own journey. And and some of us, all of us are failing at some point in time, but hopefully we fail forward. Because our memories impact our decisions, this part of our soul's can be the most difficult to sort out. It's what keeps us from really experiencing limitlessness. It is imperative that we sort this out because every other part of our souls will draw on the resources of the memory to be able to function. I'm going to activate us. I want us to breathe in through our nose out through our mouth and through our nose out through our mouth in four three two out in Out for four, one, two, three, four. Let your shoulders drop. Let your eyes close. And I want you to 
bring to the forefront of your mind the last thing that you said no to based on a past experience, specifically something you felt the Lord was leading you to do, but that memory triggered fear. I want you to hold that fear. I don't want you to relive the memory. I want you to hold the fear, hold the reason, hold the memory. And I want you to see the light of Jesus in front of you. It's very bright. It's very white. It's so white. It's so warm. It it like permeates your space. The warmth permeates your skin. And I want you to see the light growing bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's coming closer to you and the fear memory that you are holding. And just like a fog, I want you to see that light engulfing you. Feel its warmth. Inhale. Exhale. Feel the warmth making you safe. Illuminating how beautiful and wonderful and fearfully made you are. I mean, you can't even see yourself now. All you can see is light. Ten. You feel the light surrounding your toes. Begin to wiggle them and feel the warmth and love. Nine, you feel the warmth and light over your chest. You feel love. Eight, you feel the light overtake your chest. And it's so warm, so inviting. Feel the light and the warmth of the light. Travel up to your neck, seven. Your cheeks, six. All the way up to your hairline, five. And it's with love and it's with acceptance. This light. This light. I want you to look around the room that you're in and see nothing but this light. Hold the room and what your space looks like in your mind and see nothing but light. Four. And very slowly, begin to hear whispers of I love you. This light is for you. Three. Walk in this light as I take these memories of fear from you day by day as you learn to trust me moment to moment. Two. Lo, I am with you and I am for you. 
and greater am I in you than any entity in the world. You begin to see the light leave your space. See the room come back. And as you look at your hands, you notice they're now empty. You hold no memory for the truth and the warmth and the greatness of that light has burned up any fear. One, open your eyes and receive the goodness in this moment. Open your eyes and receive the love and acceptance that's just for you. (sighs) I'm Kimberly Vinton, Manifesting 101. Until next time, wherever you go, whatever you do, wherever your feet tread, you better go be great. Hold your head up high.